welcome to my podcast, Nothing But The Truth. My name is Taisha. So this message today is going to be entitled, The End of Times. There is an urgency for me to get the message out that we are now on borrowed time with God. And I mean that with all my heart. We are seriously on borrowed time with God. Okay? Just let this sink in for a minute because nobody seems to think that that is serious. Nobody is taking that serious. The time is up. God is definitely on his way back. The time is up. God is on his way back. Whether we want to believe it, whether we want to sit down and accept it, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, you can keep drowning that out, that voice out of your head that keeps telling you that it's time to get get right. That voice that you keep drowning out Allowing the noise of the world to be louder than the voice of your Heavenly Father. You're choosing to deliberately ignore the voice. Ignore the warning that God Himself has placed in your heart because in our own way we really feel like we have forever to get it together and we don't we don't it's time to get serious about your salvation It's time to get serious about securing your position with the Father. If you think that the Father is going to accept you the way that you are, if you think that your sins are not that, my sins are that big, I didn't do that much, but you did not repent. If you think that he's going to overlook that, It doesn't take two seconds, three seconds, even a full minute to say, Lord, forgive me. See, that's, that is, that's, that's what, that is going to be the, that's the insult that God feels. That's what he feels. It's an insult to him. When you won't even take the time to even to won't even take the time to acknowledge the king of this the king of the world the king that created you you won't even take the time you're so blinded by the sins of this world and your own sins that you can't even ask God to forgive you because you like living in your sin you enjoy living in your sin 
And you don't want people to make you uncomfortable in your sin. But there are a lot of prophets that have been released on in this world right now that a lot of you are rejecting. But when you reject us, you're not rejecting us. You're rejecting the Father. I am one of those people that had a hard time dealing with rejection. I'm just really starting to get over it. It's a very difficult feeling to deal with. Don't reject God. Don't reject him. How could you reject the one person, the one being of the universe that thought that you were necessary, that you needed to be created? Today is the day. Choose life today. Choose love today. Don't let the devil cheat you out of your salvation. Don't let him cheat you out of your salvation. The death sentence has already been pronounced on him. The death sentence has already been pronounced on him. There is no coming back for him. He cannot There is nothing he can do to make it to heaven. Absolutely nothing. Judgment has been set for him. But judgment has not been set for you. You see? See, he knows that his time is limited. And he knows that his days are numbered. So that's why you have all of this crazy stuff happening in the world because he is the author of chaos that's why he that's why all of the mass shootings are happening all of the all of the the crime has been heightened the police killers killings have been heightened the world is just an utter chaos They're saying the grid is going to go out. The world is in utter chaos. And who is behind the chaos? Who is behind this so-called planned famine that we have coming? Who's behind this? Yeah, he has his puppets in place to do his will. Because let's remember that... Demons are nothing but disembodied spirits. A lot of them are. So they need host. They need a body to host in order to act out their will. Or they need people to uh, fall in line with their will. So you do have the elite. That are their puppets. Because they are not at the elite. Yeah, they are behind a lot of things. But 
Who is telling the elite what to do? Satan. Satan is. He's behind all of this. And yet you don't believe. You see with your own eyes and you still don't believe. Don't let the devil steal your salvation. The devil has nothing to lose. Understand this. He has nothing to lose. He knows that he's going to die. He knows that his work what his end his end is. It's already been uh it's already been revealed to him. He knows his end. So what does a person who has nothing to lose, what do you think he's going to do to the people whom he felt like who he felt like um that it was God's fault for creating us. If he hadn't create, create, created us, then his fall wouldn't have never came. So once he, he was stripped from his glory, that's when, his, that's when he really started attacking us. And we've been he's been attacking God's people ever since. And he's been using Esau to attack us because Esau before Esau was even born when he was in his mother womb, he and Jacob fought like crazy in her stomach. Esau already hated his brother from the very beginning. And he uses his people to oppress God's people. And don't get don't get mad when I say this because this is not me. This is biblical. He says Esau will be the end of the world and Jacob will be the beginning of the world. Because you went throughout life making sure you oppress your brother. All of these are tricks. All of this is tricks from the devil. All of these are plans from the devil. Don't you know that the devil can't do no more than God allows? Do you not know that the devil goes to God every day with a report on you and asks for permission on what he can do for you, do to you throughout the day? This is really happening, whether we want to believe it or not. I'm sorry, you guys, that a lot of your pastors are not teaching you this. Or it's, it's not being it's not being explained the way it should be explained. And God will hold them responsible.
He will hold them responsible for not teaching you guys right. The devil does have to ask for permission to torment you. Yes, he does. God allows it because you don't have to understand you have to understand that God wants to win. He's all about making Satan look crazy. He wants to win. So he believes in you that much that whatever he throws you that that whatever the devil throws your way, you'll be you'll be you'll you'll be an overcomer. You'll be you'll be able to withstand it. You'll come out. You'll come out even though you'll be broken. You'll come out stronger than ever. And you'll come out giving God glory. He know that that what whatever tricks that whatever tricks that the devil has planned for you, whatever evil devices he has set for you, it'll never it'll never prosper. It'll never fit. It'll never uh, move forward. It'll never prosper. That's how confident God is in you. But guess what? A lot of us don't know. A lot of people don't know that when the devil is attacking us, that the attacks is allowed by God. And so we cave. We don't even realize we're under, we're in, we're being tested. We just think that it's a part of life. This is, these are just our problems. But these are all plans, devices that the devil has set for you to keep to keep you from serving God. Keep you so distracted. Keep you so distracted that you can't see. That you're being distracted. to my podcast nothing but the truth my name is Taisha and so this is a part two um a continuation on um uh don't let the devil cheat you out of your salvation and I will stop it I stopped at the part where we were talking about the distractions about time you realize that you're being distracted it's going to be too late He is the ultimate deceiver. And being that we're dealing with that, being that we're on borrowed time with God, distractions is definitely not going to be in our favor in this season. We cannot afford to be distracted. We have to be focused on God more than ever now. You're not going to be able to last minute, God. You're not going to be able to see him coming in the sky and be like, oh, God, now I believe. I I, I talked about this before. You're not going to be able to finesse him out of a blessing. You're not going to be able to sweet talk him into heaven. He's not going to have any words for the, for the, for the sinners. He's not going to have anything 
for the people that did not choose him. He is coming to commence justice on the justice for the righteous and justice dispense justice for the righteous and justice for the wicked. And if you don't go with us when he comes, then anybody that's left behind, you're going to either have to die or a lot of you will die because of fear of what you're going to see. Or are you going to have to take the mark? Why go through all of that? There are 200 million demons chained up under the Euphrates River. The Euphrates River is drying up. Antarctica is melting. Why? play with your life like that it's like you it's like daily we're playing russian roulette every day you spend away from god he will make you regret it every day you didn't choose him he's not going to make me regret it he's going to make you regret it this is your life This is your life. And what will your record show when you stand before the king? What will your life, what will the book of life have written down for you? These, this is what you need to be thinking about. Man, what did I, I mean, like, man, what did I do my whole life for God? Did I really focus on God? Did I try to be nice to people? Did I really have a real relationship with God? Did I try to be kind to the poor? What were your records show? Why do you test the God of Israel? Why do you want him? Why is why is it that we have to see to believe? It shouldn't be that way. And on that day you will plead and you will beg and you will say, Lord, I didn't know. Some of you are going to blame other people that you knew that were Christians. And you're going to try to charge them as guilty before God and say, they didn't tell me about you. But God said, before he returns... Every person in this world would have heard the gospel 
Every person in this world has to hear the gospel before he returns. So that eliminated, that right there, that statement alone eliminates any excuse. There will be no excuses. None. Even if no one in this world ever, God would say, even if no one in this world ever told you about me, I told you about me. I was the one that was speaking to your heart. I was the one telling you, pointing you in the the right direction, telling you that this was wrong, that was right, this was wrong. Don't trust that person. Trust this person. You know, I was the one that was speaking to you. There will be no excuse. I put it in your heart for you to seek me. Yet you did not listen. See, God loves those who love him. And because you didn't love me enough to heed to my voice, to listen to my voice, to, to, uh, my will wasn't important to you. It was about your will. And now you want me on this day to stand before This is the Messiah talking to you. You want me to stand before my father and plead your case before him? When you couldn't acknowledge me one day when you were on this earth, not one, there will be no excuses. Get your house in order. Repent and turn away from your sins. Don't repent and then go out and do the same thing you just asked God to forgive you for tomorrow. And even if you did, if you did that, because sometimes it's a process with getting rid of sins. Some people struggle. Some some sins have a stronghold on you. And God understands that we're going to fall. But God also reads, reads your heart. He knows when a person is really struggling with something. And they really have it in their heart. And they want to try to stop what they're doing. Versus somebody that say, okay, Lord, forgive me. But they really don't mean it. They're just saying, Lord, forgive me because they feel guilty. And then go back and do the same thing. And then a few weeks later, they'll do, they, 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 they just repeatedly keep doing the same thing. And then... They'll just think about God out the blue and say, Lord, forgive me. Absolutely not. You have to be real with God. Because he's definitely going to be real with you. I keep telling people he's not what y'all think he is. He is not what you think he is.
God has given us more than enough time to get ourselves together. More than enough. And God wants us all to be saved. He didn't make hell for us. He made hell for the, the for the devil and his imps. But because sin separates us from God and he cannot abide in sin, that's the only thing that's going to separate you from him. Because you actually came from him. You are a part of his heart. But because you chose to mix and mingle in something that he doesn't deal with something that he can't even be a part of because he's holy then he has to send you he you have to go to where you what you love that means your sin was so great it's so great that it cost you your salvation think about that That's how great your sin is. And he loves you, but he hates the sin. He loves you, but he hates the sin. It's so hard to do the right thing in this in this evil body, in this flesh. It's hard to fight against this flesh. And against the evil mind. It's very, very hard. God said that he has equipped us with everything that we need to defeat the devil. The devil has no real power. The only power he has is over your mind. He can win the mind. He can control the body. He can control the body. He can control the eyes. The lust comes in. The lust for the things of this world. And that's how he tries to win over God's people. So we're reaching for things and setting goals for things that really don't matter to God. God is not going to care about how big your house was or how successful you are. Or how great your children are. Or how well, you know, how well off you are. He's going to be concerned about what did you do for him in this life. Because 
You have to understand that none of this stuff we can take with us. And that there will be a reward for the pious and for the impious. There will definitely be a reward. And I would rather be rewarded by God than to be rewarded by anybody in this world. And that's the way that we need to think. What can I do? You know, what is what would put a smile on the, on your father's face? Don't don't get in front of don't don't leave this world and don't leave this world missing the point. You came here, you lived 50, 60, 70 years, and you missed the point of why you were even here. Make sure that you're rocking with the winning team. God is the winning team. Why would you rock with a loser? <laughs> Why would you be entangled with a loser? You can't, there should be nothing that he can present to you that would deter you from serving God. Because nothing that he offers you is going to last. Nothing. You can't take anything from this world, right? So what can he give you that's going to last? If you can't take anything from this world. You can't take what he gives you in this world to the next life. So there should be no dealings with him, period. He's a liar. He has dominion over this world. For now. And God wanted you to live a life for him. Not for the liar. Don't let the devil.